So, uh, Penny Connoisseur. The man who single-handedly tried to destroy Marty Smith's career. And uh, Beer nuggets. Beer nuggets. Wait. wait. <laughs> this is not your podcast. This is ours. We tell you when to talk. Yeah, we, tell you, we give you the oh. cue. Why are you, nah, you looked at me. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the cue. That was the cue? <laughs> yeah. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. Welcome to this edition of Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley. I'm Sean Heckman. And we are currently finishing up a 25,000-mile journey back to Atlanta. Yeah. And I am exhausted. I am, too. i got to (laughs) fly when it's all over. You'll be home. But you know what I'm not tired of? COVID. Corey LaJoy. Oh. If you don't know Corey, he's a current driver for Spire in the number seven NASCAR Cup Series entry. As well as just being a cool guy, his dad is a two-time Xfinity Series champion. He is. He is one of the mainstays of the safety aspect of the sport. Randy LaJoy. Seats for drivers of all types of oval track racing. And Corey currently has his own podcast called Stacking Pennies. Yeah, we're going to bleep that. But uh, like Ryan said, uh, Corey, is a, he's a cool guy, but one of the big reasons we want to have him on is, yes, he's from a racing family. Yes, he's currently in Cup, but he's the, the dude works for where he oh, is yeah. at right now. He has a racing story that many people like can identify with in terms of still fighting, still trying to get that ride, that perfect deal that he's looking for. But he is a guy that's working for everything he has, and his attitude and philosophy is one that we definitely resonate with, which is why we wanted to have him on our show. We sat down with Corey at 44 Mills Kitchen and Tap in Concord, North Carolina, I had the chicken sandwich. You had the Cobb salad. I thought I had. No, you, you had Cobb salad. You, you think I ate a salad, uh, my friend? Fair, fair. Please. I had the Cobb salad. I had the chicken sandwich, and we both ate nuggets. <laughs> Corey couldn't have been better. Because you're going to hear about such stories as... Bubba Wallace as a Uber customer. How to ruin a sleepover. And working for free whether you chose to or not. Oh, and racing. Race cars. Who knew? Yeah. And as we do in every episode, uh, we could not have driven to this beautiful part of North Carolina if it wasn't for a vehicle. Oh, Acura. Acura. Acura, yes. MDX. You got the Acuras? I got the Acuras. What's in the Acura? What kind of oil? I'd say it's uh, filled to the brim with uh, Valvoline. Right to the brim. Right to the top. Yeah, top it right off. Yeah, buy as much as possible. Yep. Fill it up every day. Tighten it. Yep. Make sure you can't get the cap off. Boom. And then uh, slap some Continental tires on it, and you hit the road. Oh, Continental tires. Continental tires. As long as you have the Continental tires, you can legally do anything. That's what they say on the website. That is actual on the on the internet. On the internet. Check out Reddit. If yep. you have Continental tires on your car, you can legally get away with anything. Anything you want. Continental Tire does not endorse nor proclaim anything as stated by Dinner with Richard's hosts, Ryan Everly and Sean Eggman. Now, I got to give a shout out to my man, Helio Castroneves, for driving us up here. I'm Helio Castroneves, and I'm clearly driving this Acura MDX. And with that, Corey Lejoie. Corey Lejoie. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. Getting all the sounds right here. That's all good. Oh, man, what are we doing here this morning, gentlemen? Uh, well, you're putting that on first. Okay. <laughs> Good. I don't 
Yeah, we don't we don't waste. How any about time. a sound check? You got me. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Cool. All right. So what's happening? A little this, a little that. Yeah. Big morning. Um, like riding the bike with the kid a little bit. Um, he's a year and a half. He's got one of the little Strider bikes yeah, he yeah, kicks yeah. around with. Yep. So he's starting to uh, figure that thing out. This is one of my favorite lunch spots. So when we were trying to find a spot, mm-hmm. this is it. Like my dad's, my dad's seat shop's probably two miles away. Okay. okay. Are you it's invested like, in this restaurant in any way? No. Okay. What the f- is this? Have you ever had this? I have no clothes what that is. That, yeah. is, that is their beer cheese crouton thing? Are they good? No. What, what? Okay. I mean, <laughs> oh, I ruined it. Let's, no, that's fine. Yeah. I don't want to try it. Yeah. No, you should it try it. It looks like it, it's got way too many carbs. It's Listen, horrible. You should try it, though. I can hear you on that. Um, it, have you ever had dog food before? Is that comparable to dog food? I think it, it is. It looks like yeah, dog food. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, if I had to guess. <laughs> I like how he yeah. prefaced the question. Do you, are you invested in this restaurant? <laughs> well, I'm trying to take care of you. No, I, yeah, I well, We don't want to be like, hey, that's horrible. You're like, no, yeah, no, that's I what have, we're going to be like, I hey, have. we have a tip for you. Right, yeah. like, like yeah. my dad designed that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, yeah. no, like, yeah. my mom I, runs I have, the kitchen here. Yeah, no. No, no. I just come here once every two weeks and eat lunch. Okay. That's about as invested as I am. Right on. Do other people come here to eat? I there's a couple people in here. There's like six of them. I don't know how many people get the beer, cheese, nuggets. Or no, whatever no I met other NASCAR people. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen a lot of uh, Suganassi's right down the street. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some of their marketing team in here occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the, the person who owns this, uh, I went to high school with. Okay. okay. She was my eighth grade girlfriend. Nice. Matter yeah, of fact. Look at that. So nice. maybe I made the right choice because she can't make beer, cheese, nuggets for sure. <laughs> You're yeah, like, yeah. lovely lady, terrible yeah. cook. Yeah, terrible yeah, cook. Right. Yeah, yeah. Saw that in eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Great beer it. selection on tap, but yeah. this is. Uh, oh, they're yeah. actually called the beer cheese dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually. Yeah, it says it right there. Right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do it. Yeah, I read crouton for six time. Yeah. For yeah. six bucks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I would, you know, I don't come here for the beer cheese nuggets. Right. They have a decent draft list, but it's sober October for me. So I have not had a drink since October 1st. Well, you know who has? AJ Allmendinger. Why? Did you we have breakfast dinner with him, him last night? Dinner. And he went pretty hard. Did you yeah. go to his On the Nines restaurant? We, we did yes, go we to did. On the Nines. It's got pretty, pretty on the decent. Nines. Ta- on the Nines. Talking about uh, equity invested there. He That's, owns the joint. He, so. was, yeah. he, he was very yeah. proud to admit uh, to, to mention that a few times. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he was running up yeah. a tab on us to like, yeah, yeah, make was, up for some slow It wasn't quite yeah. paltry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in the grand scheme of uh, like now, this, this is going to be a fairly affordable lunch, I'm guessing. Now, what's a... I would imagine. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But we're already six bucks in the hole for the beer cheese <laughs> nuggets. Yeah, yeah but, uh, but like he was on a scale of zero to Paul Tracy. Uh, AJ was getting close to Paul Tracy. Oh. Yeah. yeah now, what does a Paul Tracy dinner entail? Uh, Ace of Spades of, bottle. An, an entire, entire bar. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An entire yeah. bar. Slurring. Yeah, some slurring. By the slurring. end of it. Slurring. Yeah, if you ever watch, like we did a video intro like to announce all the people that were in it. Yeah. And his, what was his word, suckers? Because we had everybody say something bad about us, but he's like, and it's like you want to do that again? He's like, yeah, like the same exact slurred. Like Jesus, man. What do they, what yeah. do they call that? Fat tongued? <laughs> yeah, yeah like his, exactly. his tongue was nice and Absolutely. fat. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah. yeah, man, man. Well, man, I've been I've been wanting to get on the show when you text me, Ron. Obviously, I I just said I thought you'd never ask. Well, the funny thing is, is that I totally I knew you had the kickball tournament coming up. I didn't realize it was that day, and I just got home the night before, so I'm like, all right, I got to knock this out real quick for Sean. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, can you do the thing? You're like, I thought you'd never ask. And then I didn't hear anything for a while, and I was like, all right, you got shit going on. But I'm like, oh, God, it's probably like the busiest day of your year It was only not at the track. Not that much. It was, it was only like seven months of lead-up built to that day that you texted <laughs> and I'm me. like, hey, I have a podcast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, no, I, yeah. I, I get it, and I appreciate you yeah. asking me. It didn't matter what the day was, but sure. yes, I was 
and a brick, yeah. hoping the kickball classic would have right. went well. Right. And it, it was a it was a damn yeah. home run, pun yeah. intended. Yeah. Well, the yeah. the Bob Pockers tweets alone worth it. Were well worth well it. Worth it. Dude, yeah. how intimidating that guy looked. Yeah. No, I I, uh, I almost <laughs> myself between into some that beer and, a, uh, and a, an actual celebrity and Marty Smith injuring himself. Yeah. I think that was Separated a, a great day. I mean, uh, a ringing success. I heard about. it. Oh, dude, there's a I video of him just like it's a line drive down the third, and he just like full commitment. Oh, because he's Marty Smith. Because he's Marty Smith. I'm real. I'm real. Yeah. And uh, just bam, and it's like he doesn't. There's no slide. Well, you know, he doesn't like take any speed off. It's just instant stop. So yeah. Ryan McGee, who you know is is Marty's partner in crime with the yeah. McGee and, and Marty show, told me after the fact that Marty's got hurt like five of the last six charity events that he's played in because mm-hmm. he doesn't basket. back down. He does not. He is yeah. wide open down. all yeah, the yeah. time. Yeah. So that's honestly why I wanted Marty to come out because you knew some, you some action. You're banking on it. <laughs> not that he yeah. was going to get hurt, but I knew uh-huh. that he was going to lay it all on okay. the line. Yeah. So you're yeah. single-handedly hoping to ruin his career. No. Yes. Or at no, least put I him on the DL for a minute. I did yeah. not yeah. expect I did not expect uh, Bob Parker to be the hashtag athlete that he was out there, right. but he looked, he looked great. Yeah. The best part for me was – Alan Cavana posted a picture, or at least quoted on a picture of you know balls coming towards Pockers, but uh, you got little Ty Gibbs out there like a shortstop, and his face is like this is unbelievable. Like he can sense that this moment is ridiculous because Pockers is up to the plate. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so good. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah, you did that. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun, man, to see that come to fruition. Like I said, it was about seven months of like every day planning something. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it was a dude. It was so much fun. I got positive feedback on it. It's going to be three times as big next year. Yeah, it's gonna that's be, awesome. It's going to be a blast. Very cool. What's the uh, final like metrics on it in terms of uh, what did you raise and all that? So yeah, so the it benefited the Capus YMCA because those guys pretty much ran point on everything. They mm-hmm. were the bank, so all the checks for the teams and everything ran through them. And then the the charity that I've been supporting for the last couple of years is called Samaritan's Feet. Yeah, they provide shoes for kids domestically as well as internationally worldwide we raised right over 100 grand That's my goal awesome. was 100 grand yeah uh with all the overhead and stuff i think they probably netted 60 ish yeah uh and then samaritan's feet gets a portion of that uh so i think that we can get to 300 next year yeah just to, just by bumping up now that we actually have a product to sell yeah and we're not selling an idea um it, it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun. It was it was a blast this year. So so for people not from the south, it benefited the Canapolis YMCA. Yep. yep. And the Samaritans Feet. Yep. Samaritans Feet's a worldwide organization, yep. but they're actually based here in Charlotte. Um, okay. So they were on my car a couple of years ago. The little bit of story behind that, I had this like weird dream uh, about like not getting paid. For, well, actually, let me rewind. Rewind. I had this dream of Samaritans Feet being on the car. And I was like, okay, like, how am I going to make this happen? Because this shit costs a lot of money. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we were, I was driving for GoFast at the time, and we finished really well at Daytona. I had a fairly big bonus coming. I was like, maybe my, you know, my team wouldn't mind eating a little bit of it, mm-hmm. coming up short if I didn't get paid, if I didn't get paid for a month. Yeah. And they're like, so I called Arch at like 1130. I text him, hey, man, you up? And he was like, oh, shit. Do I, like, like everything okay? Where are you? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, no. Like, I get up and call them, and I'm like, this is what I'm thinking. Would you not pay me for a month to put these guys I've been working yeah. with on the car? I yeah. feel strongly about the cause, and they're doing a lot of good in the world. And I don't know why. I just, this is what I feel like would mm-hmm. be cool. Mm-hmm. He's like, 
sure, but like, are you sure? I'm like, no, I'm not sure, but let's hang up before I change <laughs> yeah, my mind. Yeah, don't make me talk. Yeah, don't, yeah, talk, don't me talk me out of it because <laughs> I like I will. This is probably a bad idea in the morning, but right yeah. now it feels like a good one. Yeah. And one thing led to another. We did it. We did the deal. And then my wife, we were eating dinner a couple nights later, and I was like, how can we f- raise some like excitement and some awareness around this thing? And she was like, well, we had a we had a, a donation page that went straight to Samaritan's feet through like Kelly and I. She's like, well, why don't we just put out there, if you donate to our page, we'll write your name on the car. And then we figured out, okay, how much money, this and that. She's like, no, no, like, if somebody gives 50 cents, if that's all I want to give, then, then we'll put a name on the car. Right. So Those are a lot of work. Dude. Yeah. And it was literally <laughs> just me. Yeah. It literally was yeah. just me and, me and Kelly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we put it out there like, hey, guys, you give a dollar, you give $500, you're going to get your name written on the car. Right, right. And email, like, every individual name. Bloop. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, Next thing you know is like 1,830 names yeah. we ended yeah. up writing on the car. And we raised about a, over 130000 bucks just out of that particular yeah, program. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. So that was a freaking blast, man. The, the Samaritan's feet got to sign the hood or yeah. keep the hood. Like Bubba signed it. Keelan Harvick signed it. <laughs> you cool. know, Dale Jr. Yeah. Like there was so many people involved in that. Chase Elliott. Don't, I mean, there was like the, the story I think had a lot of distraction because I was obviously super invested in mm-hmm. it and then it just kind of rolled. So yeah. uh, that's been my charity of choice because my nick, my racing nickname is Super Shoe. Super Shoe, man, for sure. And, you know, for years now I've had this vision of, like, if I would have charity, it would be doing exactly what Smart and Speed already does. So they're the professionals at it. So yeah. I'll just let my platform sure. raise some awareness for those guys. Absolutely. You know, like yeah. I don't need a foundation. I don't need – my own charity because I'll just dump into those guys right, and, right. And, and let those guys take it away. So it's been a ton of fun working with, with Manny who started it from Nigeria for the last couple of years and um, and, we're, and we're rocking and rolling. How did you first hear about Samaritan's Feet? Yeah, so being a Charlotte-based organization, they were working with Steve Smith for the Panthers for okay. a couple of years, uh, call it five, six years mm-hmm. ago. And Steve Smith went for a season, the last season he was at Carolina, he would leave his cleats at midfield after okay. every game and that yeah. was kind of like his little gesture to like raise awareness barefoot yeah, yeah. for the you know That's billion awesome. people in the world that don't have adequate footwear yeah so that kind of got me intrigued and then my wife and i went to a missions trip in haiti a couple of years that's probably four years ago now mm-hmm. and when you go to i don't know if anybody here if you guys have been to a third world like a third world country where you, like there's no trash pickup like there's trash on the ground right right no plumbing literally just pissing in the streets right and when it's just this stark realization of th- like where is everybody's shoes everybody's barefoot you know there's glass bottles being like broken on the ground and then you start like reading into it a little bit that that footborne Ill- illnesses are the second leading cause of death behind aids in the world oh wow and we don't like we're so far removed from that being it's here. It's not even a thought. No, over you just here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like get on a Foot Locker and you order three pairs right. of shoes. Yeah. And right. I've got another fifteen pair more in my right. house. And it's not like everywhere you step here is dangerous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. bizarre. That, right. I mean, it is. You it's know, a real big, problem, and people don't even think about it. No, man, yeah. it's crazy. And it, when I'm saying like third world, it is a different planet, man. Like, right. yeah. And it's not like Haiti's that far away. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and the Dominican Republic is on the same island. It's just. That's where Royal Caribbean ships dock, exactly. and then there's a fence, and then there is and then there's yeah. poverty, yeah. Yeah, bro. Right, right, right. So that we, when we went there, we spent about a week, maybe 12 days, mm-hmm. and I came back with, like, you, know, you literally see, like, a Sprite bottle cut in half with rope tied around their feet to, like. Just something. To wow. Something. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Come back. I got, like, I get my life insurance through a company called Thrivent Financial. It's a Christian organization. Um and we just got to talking about that, 
and they supported Samaritan's Feet. And they're like, hey, do you know Manny from Samaritan's Feet? And I was like, I've heard of Samaritan's Feet. And then one thing led to another. Right, and right. We're, and we're rocking and rolling. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's so cool. cool. Just the, the network kind of led us together, yeah. and it's been a lot of fun to integrate with those guys. Yeah, that's and fantastic. Not not to make this one big ad, but just since we're on topic, uh, where would somebody go if they were listening to this? Samaritan'sFeet.org, man. Okay. And can they do anything through you? No, I don't want to touch the money. I got you. Know? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I'll send the tweet. I'll do all the stuff. I'll post the link. but. Yeah. I don't want people to give me five sure. bucks yeah, yeah. because yeah, yeah. it's going to get lost and then probably give it to some homeless guy on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's how it works, you know? So that was kind of like what it was with the kickball deal. Like I will generate all – like I right. will go sell the teams. Like if Ryan Eversley, dinner relations, want to buy a team, mm-hmm. it's five grand to the YMCA. Right. Like don't, right. I don't want to touch it. Yeah, it goes direct to the – Yeah, so yeah. – um, just easier for me, and I'm you. the most unorganized guy there is. I mean, I, I really, no, I, I get really it. Yeah. Just so. let it go to where it's gonna go. Yeah, and don't let me f- it up. No, right. like, <laughs> I'm, not, right. I'm not a yeah. T cross well, or I dotter. I'm like an idea guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, let's throw the like, oh, let's yeah. throw all the letters of the Scrabble right. table right. on the deck, and then yes. let somebody else. Right. Well, yeah. the thing yeah. is, like, if for somebody sure. puts in five bucks. And four ninety eight of that goes to the charity. Yeah. Somebody's like, he's taking uh, my two money. cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You get a new truck or yeah, something. Yeah, they're right. Like, yeah. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, 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 I see where like, that two cents no, is going. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> and it's and it's different too. Like, you know, everybody's got foundations and this and that. It's all great because majority of them do great work for the community. But it is a different thing getting it, writing a check to the Corey LaJoy Foundation. Yeah. You're always like, eh, where's that going? Is that yeah. tax write-off yeah. shelter? What is that well, thing? Well, even then, if you like post anything that you've done for yourself, people yeah. will say, why didn't you spend that money on the foundation? Yeah. You know, yeah. Why don't you match my exactly. donation? For sure. Yeah. So okay, I'm go. good. Well, not, it's not yeah. like you and I know each other, but it, it also, from what I did it figured out in my research, it, it seems like you don't want to make this about you either. I try not to. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. So I love talking to fellow podcasters. I've got my own on NASCAR.com, and I feel like, uh, I've been very lucky with the platform NASCAR gives me, and sometimes I'm sure they begrudgingly they're like, well, "Are you sure this is the right f-ing guy for the job?" Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, Why, have you gotten in trouble? Um, I got in trouble more with the MRN podcast Sunday yeah. Money, my first one, the yeah. first two years. Yeah. So, like, yeah. figure out what areas are taboo to talk about uh, and right. what areas are right. like, yeah. "Hey, how about you just shut the front door?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, don't oh, worry. Now about he censors it. himself. Right. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so now the NASCAR picked it up and they're like, "Okay, like, you have learned." kind of the blueprint so this, this was an instant they wanted to make sure you didn't know how to do they something had a, dumb. well they you know they had a uh, it wasn't like they put me over there as a development podcaster no i hear right? you I hear but you. it's like okay like <laughs> you like, have grown into this sure. and you're yeah. pretty good at it yeah. you know like you can you talk about the sport mm-hmm. um you know intelligently and you also know you've seen multiple sides of it mm-hmm. with being a uh, active driver media member if you yeah. will yeah. in a way yep. so like they're like we think that like we will put our brand behind you yeah. and roll with it, but my my point I was going to ask it's like every I, I, uh, several buddies of mine are podcasters and they, I think every person that does a podcast gets to the point where you're like, is this <laughs> worth it anymore? Right. And it's like right, right to it, right to that moment of right. like where you think it's not worth it anymore <laughs> is usually when it pops. Yeah, yeah. Right, you get yeah. that one guest. Oh, on. oh, at any minute now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the guest, bro. Like this is your moment. This is it. Ever this is it. Finally. Yeah. Finally. You know, so you're laughing because obviously that struck a heartstring. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. You know, because it's like it's a lot of work. People don't realize, yeah. and it's also a super diluted market right now. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry has a podcast. Oh yeah. No, there's like memes about it where it's like these two guys and their faces all warped. And it's like I have a podcast. You know, and it's like yeah, everybody. Has yeah, a podcast. I'm that guy now, right? Yeah, everybody exactly. has a podcast. Yeah. So, like, it obviously it's still somewhat worth it for you guys to keep doing it. Yeah. 
Nah, here's the thing. Like, not really. <laughs> no, 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 like, uh, cool. uh, I don't know. I have days of like, this is great because this is actually this trip's been super fun. Yeah. Um. The the I guess the biggest problem is that, and I don't know if we can even bring this up on the air, but like, you're you're getting backed by NASCAR to do your show because they actually are like, hey, there's a guy that's working for the industry. Yeah. We can work with that. Right. We literally get nothing from any of the sports that I race in, and they should be like embracing it because yeah. we're doing them a service. Yes. You know, and all I have to do is go, hey, check this out, and mm-hmm. we don't even get that. Yeah. You know, so that's really frustrating because yeah. it's like. All right, and, and I know that we don't just do sports car racing stuff, but I'm one of their most popular drivers. You'd think they'd be like, "Hey, keep checking this out because mm-hmm. it helps all of us." It does, you know. But yeah. they don't. They're so, you know, close-minded. NASCAR, when I did the, the Road America race, they put it in their thing. Really? They were like, "Host a dinner with racers." I was like, "My series doesn't do that." Right? Y- yeah, you and know? you're a part-time guy running the <laughs> yeah, box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I yeah. do. I do credit. You know, even over the last two or three years, NASCAR's made a big push because they realize. The, the audience that podcasts draw, as well yeah. as just the digital content. Yeah. I mean, that's where well, that's mo- what's moving mm-hmm. the needle now. Social media. Yeah. Yeah. As much as we, as much as I hate it, I see the value in yeah. just social media as, yeah. as a whole. So yeah, you know, Tim Clark over there that runs dot com and now digital media. Like he was like, he's he told you know now people are coming seeing what they're doing with me, and they're like, well, I can't. Like, why don't we do? Why don't you do something with me? It's yeah, like, well, right. you never asked. You're right. 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 Yeah. Like, Corey just asked. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh no, we yeah. get that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, the the one thing I would say on our on our end that's helped us in, and I don't say this to sound arrogant, but within our little road racing world, out of the gate, I would say it came out pretty strong. Oh yeah. In terms of numbers yeah. and downloads, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what what kind of numbers you're pulling on on stacking pennies, but uh, for what we're used to, we came out really really well, and yeah. so immediately we we were feeling like. It's so often for somebody to put out a podcast and, like, you don't know who's listening. You you're getting no it. feedback. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. we immediately were getting feedback. So we were getting almost instant gratification once it went out. Yeah. And that made yeah. a big difference, I would yeah. say, in terms of us keeping yeah. to do it. Year three, year four is when yeah. I think it started to get a little tiring. But then I'm sure you're this way, too. But we're both competitive in our own way. So I think we started figuring out how to one-up ourselves mm-hmm. to do something. Right. And that's when yeah. the video stuff started happening yeah. for us and all what that. What season uh, was Tommy Burns? That was one of the first dinner that races. That was okay. Interesting. Why, yeah. why that one? Because I love Tommy Burns. I mean, really? I read, I read the book. Okay. Crashed and Years burned. ago. Yeah. Years ago. I, I believe my dad went maybe went to mid-Ohio and, and did, like knew Tom, yeah, yeah, yeah. met Tom somewhere, yeah. something, you know, and like he was like, hey, man, check this, like, check this guy yeah, out. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I read the book, and I'm like, "Holy shit! Yeah. What a story! What this a story! Is. Yeah, yeah." And and naturally, right, I, I picked up the book, read the book, and then he's like, "Oh, shit, he's on dinner with the racers." And yeah. then you know, that'd have been like year two or three, I think. It was it was, Tommy Burns year three. Year three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, like in our in our world, fan interaction, it's maybe not as common as it is on the NASCAR side, and I think uh, certainly in your case, and yeah. I didn't have fans prior. Uh, Fan interaction all of a sudden jumped up significantly for both of us, yeah, and so that's yeah. You go to a, yeah. an IMSA race bas- and people know who bizarre, you are, so. right? Like that people yell out stacking pennies to me all the time. Yeah, Granted, yeah, it's like cool. my yeah. racing motto of sorts, but yeah. like you know, at the end of the show, I'm always like, and I appreciate all the listeners whenever they're yelling stacking pennies at me. Yeah, how cool like, is that? Yeah. For somebody yeah. to fill their dead space, whether they can be listening to music, they can be listening right. to any other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. they're listening to my dumbass ramble on about NASCAR. Yeah. I got that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so our obviously we're we're sponsored by Continental and Acura and Valvoline now. So we always encourage our fans to do that. And the re- the reason the show is still going is because we've sold so many products through that and, yeah. it, and it's not like an ad break in the middle yeah you know it's literally like at the intro and on the outside hey thanks for buying tires and our fans like the show enough that they realize that yeah. so we've got continental especially calling us going like hey we like we're selling all these tires to me the fact that somebody would not only listen to the 
but then justify spending a thousand dollars or, because or, or whatever because of it. To yeah. me, that's like mind blowing. I never yeah. get like that'll always give me chills. And someone's like, "Yeah, I bought tires because you guys." I'm like, "Really? It's wild. You spent money because of us? Thank you." It like, is, yeah. and I think that you know, you and me, I think, are very similar in our like trajectories or like points yep. of our respected careers yep. of you know in, in motorsports. It's like you and I are still haven't had a taste of the front side of the garage or the big money right, guys. Right, it's right, like right. when somebody's like, man, I bought a box of built bars because of you. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, really? Like I yeah. literally just, I'm a guy with a cool ass job. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know? right. Like, yeah, exactly right. You yeah. know, when, and, and some, I'm not even going to name names, but anybody listening can know. It's like, you know, when somebody buys a, sends us pack of something to pack of M&Ms on FedEx. Yeah. Like those guys don't give a <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't care. And but we don't want to name names. <laughs> we're not going to name names. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, and I think I think and I totally agree with you because I always watch your stuff and I'm like, I think we're kind of doing the same thing here because we appreciate what we get to do. Yeah, and like, but last, you're also like, giving back because this what you're doing here, yeah, is giving back to the fans. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's an element of like. Like a, I can, you can appreciate somebody that's grinding it out. Yeah, and it's not like you you don't have the bus, at the, you don't have right. your jet. Right. You, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're not drive, coming to our studio. You're not right. com- like I'm yeah, not yeah. coming to the studio. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, you know, and I'm talking more more spe- specifically to like your racing career. Like yeah. you don't have the fluff. Like you'll right. get your helmet back. You'll drive to Mid Ohio. Yeah, like exactly. you'll drive. Like yeah, I just drove to Sebring in. Yeah, yeah you know, like <laughs> it's like let's go. You like yeah. you don't get the like you got to grind that. Yeah, out. yeah, and people think it's this like glamorous job, oh, yeah. similar to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get well, paid. You got really a private jet, right? Because you're a NASCAR driver. It's getting fixed. Yeah, getting right, painted. right. I'm getting sure you got like a brand new Newell bus. Yeah, I got yeah. two of them. Yeah, actually. well, right. You got one for to. West Coast. I leave it Duh. out there. One yeah. for East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have neither of those. I just can't justify the spend, man. It's well, that's no, that's you run it through your charity. <laughs> right, the foundation. That's how you do it. Yeah, keep donating, folks. Yeah, I, mean, uh, well, I need that bus. And, well, and it's it's registered to Montana because there's no income tax or property <laughs> right, tax out there. Right. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. send somebody out there to the P.O. box in Montana to yeah, send it back. Right, exactly no, right. Like that, no. You know, it's like bizarre. <laughs> yeah. The two yeah. different worlds. But, like, you can appreciate people that are grinding it out. And, and I think also that's what fans can associate with. That's why, like, when I'm getting introduced on a Sunday afternoon, I'm like, holy shit. Like, because I'm usually getting introduced, like, between 22nd and 26th, and it's as, as loud as some guy getting introduced 7th. Yeah. We get we do get, get some pretty, pretty cool jobs for sure. You probably get shit on at times, or anybody that runs, you know, 25th and back because you're not in a Hendrick Gibbs or whatever car. Oh, and bro. they're like, this motherfucker's getting away my guy. He sucks. He must oh, yeah. suck. He must suck. Oh, yeah. And you're the guy that would stop and talk to him on the way into the paddock. Or, yeah. sorry, the garage for you no. guys. You know what I mean? You're the no guy question. that's going to be like, hey, how you doing? And no other question. people don't stop to sign an autograph. <laughs> that's why, <laughs> you know? like, my trajectory into NASCAR has been so unique because I literally came in at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. know, like, my trajectory, I was racing with Chase and Daniel Suarez and Larson. Like, Larson beat me by six points in the Canon East Championship. Yeah, yeah. There was some shenanigans there with some penalty stuff at the end of the year. But regardless, like, I won five races. Chase won maybe two. Larson won two. Yeah, so, it's like yeah. apples to apple stuff. I've raced with these guys growing yep, up. Yep. Then when those guys get hooked up with a Hendrick and a Ganassi and yeah. Larson's case, like, our trajectories – were the fork in the road. Yeah, right, right, right. I signed up with, with Petties. They more or less put me on ice because we couldn't really find any sponsorship mm-hmm. to get into an Xfinity car. When I got an opportunity, I was driving over my head. You know the deal. Right, it's like yeah, you're yeah, trying, trying to make, to make a 15th place car yep. run ninth. You yep. can't do it. Yeah, it's you not going to happen. It is impossible. And yeah. I didn't realize that because I had Randy LeJoy in the back of my head <laughs> saying, just drive that thing, you 
Yeah, you know, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd go to Kansas <laughs> in a bush car, yeah. and we'd be like 16th on the sheet. It's like, okay, well, I think I left a little bit out there out of two. Let me, I, like, I think I could run it wide open and then smash, smash. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can't run wide open. Oh, and now the backup car is not even built, so yeah, it's right. going to be a long day. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, when you're running in the back there, you know, an equipment that just can't make a difference. I think it's the biggest difference between, or one of the biggest difference between sports car racing and stock car racing is that you can't make up the difference as a driver over here. And you no. might get away with it in, a, in an okay sports car, or, you know, you might have a good strategy because you played it a little differently. Right. But over there, it's like there's one strategy that's probably going to win. Right. And if you're not in good equipment, you, uh, you guys say you have four turns. You got two turns. Yeah. Okay. That means there's two chances a lap to make up the difference between the Hendrick car, the Gibbs car, or whatever. No, that's impossible. It's impossible. It, it's really just a 100% yeah. chance to continue to get further and further behind. <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah. I don't. And I've, I'm, I wanted to get back to my original thought of coming in the bottom, of go dry, like, I don't want to get too far down the down the rabbit hole, but like, uh, quick story, it's one of my favorite ones. When people ask me, we're very anti-story here. Yeah, okay, not good. a fan yeah, of story. Yeah, Can't yeah, do stories. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no. So let's do Big one, and then I'll nothing. leave. Yeah, um, call it. Yeah. When anybody asks me who my favorite NASCAR driver is, active or previous, it's, Jim, it's Jimmy Johnson mm-hmm. because. I wouldn't be driving a cup car if it wasn't for him because he is fresh off his seventh championship. 2016, I believe he won that one. So 2017, I might have had six or seven Xfinity races under my belt, had no experience and no driving opportunities except for BK, yeah, anywhere really because I had no sponsorship. So I had an in and a connection with Ron Devine who owned BK Racing, and I was like the squeakiest wheel that you could ever imagine. And I'm like, you Ron, put me that. in. Ron, yeah. put me yeah. in. Yeah. Please yeah. put me in. Yeah. I'll drive for nothing. I'll yeah. do this. I'll yeah. mop the floors. Yeah. Just let me drive your race car. Mm-hmm. And he, was, he wasn't, he was like, budging because he was an experienced guy. He's like, man, we're tight on money. I can't afford what, what, what wreck shit. So Jimmy and I have been riding mountain bikes for a couple of years now, and, and we were had a pretty good rapport. And I'm like, hey, man, I, I need a favor. He's like, what do, you, what do you need? I need you to call Ron Devine and put the good word in. I mean, maybe if the guy that's won seven championships yeah. can like, yeah, he say, hey, look, like yeah, Corey's. Yeah, yeah. Someone's yeah. going to listen. Yeah, 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 I would hope. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure, fire me, fire me his number. He was on the ski lift in Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> Calls yeah. him up. Yeah. Uh, talked for about 45 minutes. Just caught up. Got you know pleasantries out of the yeah, way. And say, yeah. hey, man, give LaJoy a shot. Yeah. Ron calls me up. Hey, big guy, let's give this thing a shot. We'll go to the 500. No, <laughs> okay. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So wow. we yeah. went to Daytona 500. I had I didn't even race one super speedway race in anything truck Xfinity nothing and you got approved. I had raced every Michigan. I raced everything okay. up in Xfinity well, up until your way up. Yeah. So we go to Daytona, no experience. All the all the practice, all the drafting practices rained out. So my car was an unchartered and car. And the concern with you was wrecking. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go to a super speedway race. First one no because practice. the yeah, 500 yeah. pays five times more than all the other yeah, races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So right. My team was a hodgepodge crew. There was like three guys down there just torquing the wheels, like, all right, send a big guy. So Ron Devine, the owner of the team, is actually at my car before the duels. We started dead last. We qualified. We were the slowest car at Daytona, like three and a half seconds off the pace of the fast cars. And the last thing that Ron says before he puts the window up, he's, I don't know, big guy, like, if we don't make this race, we're not going to be able to go to Atlanta next week. Good luck. Puts the fucking yeah, like, What? Yeah, like, <laughs> Come back. Yeah, like what? Like, so I get out there, right? And I'm like, there's only one guy, Reed Sorensen, I got to beat. Like, it's him and I, the oh, only two open cars yep. racing for a spot. Yep. I don't know where the runs come from, what the f- drafting is, shake and bake. I don't know what's what. 
All I know is there's a black 55 car, and if he makes the race, my career's done. And if I make the race, who knows, I get to go one more week. We get down to it. He stayed out. He had some track position. I get to him. I had new tires on. My stuff was handling better than him. And he, like, kept getting lazy through the trioval and was, like, op leaving the middle open. Well, I didn't know that the middle is like a sucker hole, especially through the trioval. Didn't realize how loose you are and how, like, the car's not compressed. Well, I there's probably eight, eight to go, ten to go, and I just stuff it in the middle. And didn't even touch them, but, like, took the air off them, just like you see on any other given weekend, right? And sends them in the inside fence. He does a big trolley whirl. He ends up, like, had to get surgery a couple months later because the sternum was all f***ed up. Didn't want to put a blanket, like a wet blanket on the story, but. Yeah, no, but, like, I that's real. That. That's real. Because yeah. I had to get, and that was in, there was a video out there. Marty Smith asked me, what's it mean to get into the Daytona 500? And I started, like, broke down. It's like, bro, like, this could change everything yeah. for me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I'm not a guy that wrecks people. And I didn't wreck them on purpose. I just didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah. And that perpetuated from that one race, one dual race, qualifying race, mm -hmm. into 33 races that year. And then yeah. a, rolled in another one, rolled in another yeah. one. And now, like, I'm in the bet, like, I'm in a pretty damn good spot. Yeah, yeah. So, Man. it's, uh, yeah. All so because you deliberately wrecked the guy you to make the race. Because you ended Reed Sorensen's career. All, yeah. No. Yeah. Be, yes. Deliberately. No, he ended up wrecking me in Phoenix way. a couple weeks later on, per, like, on purpose on oh, the yeah, backstretch. Yeah. <laughs> so, we were even after that. You're like, that. yeah, it doesn't matter now. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm yeah. good now. I'm going yeah. next week. Right. Um going next week yeah so <laughs> i guess i guess Brutal. i'm talking like if it wasn't for me asking jimmy for yeah, some right. help yeah that, that's all it would that's all it took so yeah um i don't even know how we got down that topic but you know it's fun I, I love talking when i'm doing an interview with somebody i always ask like what are those watershed moments of if something hitting or something not hitting yeah that could have changed your career yeah. or yeah just stopped it in its tracks mm -hmm. like there's all everybody has those moments right. of like this one guy came through or this one guy got hurt and you got a ch opportunity and that's what i love digging into yeah, with, with yeah. people so because i definitely have over 10 of those moments right right, right, right. Let, i'd say let's go back a step um yeah. on the, like most of our fans are i mean we do have a lot of nascar fans but obviously our fans are very across the spectrum you're obviously a known name but in terms of how you started we're not a career retrospective kind of thing but um how you started uh you know i don't know how many people know on the road racing side like you come from a racing family obviously that that helped get you started so your yeah, dad so my dad definitely hired all the best people and gave me the best cars all the time that's you've been nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. but a golden yeah. spoon yeah. Yeah. yeah how yeah. quickly did you learn how to fly your own jet yeah. i still can't get yeah past i was that. seven seven that's yeah. what i thought yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 right right instruments right. only too i didn't have to look out the windshield so like that that i mean that's a that, that's a common mis misconception like my dad won two what's now xfinity series championships then bush like those guys were, you know, if you were a big dog, you were making three hundred grand. Yeah, right. You know, right, right, you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. three hundred grand is a damn good living, but Absolutely. it ain't like three-time yeah. yeah. full-time employees yeah. on your go-kart program. Yeah. program. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, some other kids are nowadays. Right. It's so like yeah. a King Air. King Air. Right. Yeah, I live that King Air life. I'm all right <laughs> yeah. with that. That'd be yeah. okay. I'm yeah. Noisy <laughs> as hell. But uh, no bathroom. Yeah. I mean, peasants playing. So. You know, like that, and you're you're always under the microscope growing up mm -hmm. because I'm racing with Brandon McReynolds, Larry's kid. Yeah. You know, somebody who I was was very comparable with growing up age-wise was Matt Martin, Mark's kid. Yeah, yeah. And they, he was like the antithesis of what my dad wanted to raise me with. It was like open trailer. If you didn't, like, figure out how to fiberglass your, your, to fix the damage of your bandolero door, like, it's going to look like hammered dog shit. 
yeah, yeah. That's that on next you. week. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you want to make it look it good, figure it that's out. On yeah, you. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. When when I'm 12, you know, so I'm <laughs> figuring out how to like, lay like hands fiberglass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, you know, Mark Mark Martin's got a toter home, and he was sponsored by Gatorade. Uh, the All Stars, little tiny bottles that came like the twelve yeah. packs, and they had like a four different flavors. Yeah, he would legitimately roll out four Bandoleros every race, <laughs> all different flavors like strawberry, oh, wow. watermelon. Nice. They were like wow. blue yeah. and yeah. red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. we go down to we go down to his home track in Orlando. I, I, probably twelve, you know, the the Nationals. I ended up finishing second, and he was like twelfth, oh, right? So that developed like this unhealthy chip on my shoulder okay. to like. Like I'm making my own way, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. but that carried fair. it. That ca- no, like it was like f- everybody else because like I'm like I I'm like doing it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And it came to a head when we were running K and um, and it was me and like two of my high school buddies. We would be working at Dad's shop. We'd go to school. We'd work on the car till midnight, just figuring out what bump steer was. Right. We'd work till midnight, yeah. order a pizza, maybe drink a Bud Light. Yeah. You know, sneak one out when Dad leaves the shop. Right. Like that's how yeah. we were racing. Yeah. Yeah. And we sure. were racing against, you know, Brett Moffitt was the yeah. the guy who he was like my bitter rivalry. <laughs> he was driving for Waltrip at the time. He actually he drove for for Andy Santer when he first came from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Then he went to. Gibbs, and he went to Wall Trip. Like yeah. whatever car was the best one, is that what's where he was parking his check off to? Right, right, right. And we were the opposite of that, and I couldn't see it. Like I couldn't see the whole picture. I'm seeing yeah. it like an 18 year old kid. It's yeah. like it's us against everybody else. Mm-hmm. And we ran second at New Hampshire one time, and I think I made a comment in my pre- in my post race presser presser like. Waltrip's finished, like, Brett maybe finished, like, sixth or seventh. It's like, man, if, I, if I'm if i the guys that Michael Waltrip racing and Brett Moffitt, like, I'd be ashamed of how bad they're running. Like, yeah. they're getting beat yeah. by two high school kids right. and a dually and a yeah, 30-foot yeah. trailer dragging yeah. the stuff Speaking up here. Beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, I'm 18. This won't haunt me. And a, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, next week, Ty Norris texts me. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Hey, man, let's go to lunch. No. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, he wants, like, he's going to fire oh, Brett Moffat. No, I'm going to drive this Walter. Oh, like, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I like, honestly. Don't, don't, I don't want right. to. No, like, like, I don't, like, I didn't know. This is my signing yeah. line I'm going to bring. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah, see, because yeah. the chip was so big, it was covering my, uh, like, yeah, the I was so, like, hedged up against, like, the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we go to McAllister's, Ty Norris. He was running Waltrips at the time. Okay. This was, like. Peak Walters. Yeah, and, yeah. and like, uh, it's funny. Travis Pastrana. Ty yeah. Norris is apparently going to be the theme this trip. Yeah, he's um, our new guy. Yeah, he's yeah. our guy that yeah, keeps good. coming so, up. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'm glad he's, <laughs> a common, he's come up a lot. Yeah, yeah he came up with Daniel. He's going to come up with Justin tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, Suarez, you guys yeah. talked to him? Yeah. 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 Did you go to a Mexican restaurant? No, he no. took us to Ease. Yeah. Which he I'm like, like, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, just again, very confused. To shed context, though, Ty is like, if Ty, I don't know what he was doing exactly that, but he was running that. Running. He was running that deal. President. Yeah, president of MW. Wherever he is, he's running a big team yeah. at any point in his career basically yeah. All so the he's, time. he's the yeah. guy he's but tim anyway. Sindrick of whatever he's doing yeah he's yeah. a tim Sindrick yeah. of motorsports he has been a tim Sindrick yeah. though yeah. of multiple, multiple teams. yeah right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so more or less ty was like dude <laughs> you like everybody can see what you can do in a race car nobody wants to hear about what everybody else is doing bad right like right what like yeah whatever this chip is on your shoulder like keep it but chip a lot of it away. Yeah. Like, figure out what's good and what's bad. And I kept that chip on my shoulder, kept it the same size, <laughs> and ultimately, right? Like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Mind <laughs> you, like, three months later, I'm in the ESPN next 
magazine uh-huh. as the next motorsport guy next to Kyrie Irving when he was coming out of Duke. Like yeah, that's yeah. that was like who I think I like. I thought yeah. I was Your head Joey Logano. Oh, yeah. couldn't yeah. fit through a f- yeah. barn door. Yeah. Right. So Ty Norris is just a boomer for you. You're no, like, okay, yeah. no. Dude. So yeah. I wasn't mature enough to real like it went in one ear not the other. Right. There was exactly. no filter You're catching like, what he was saying. You weren't like f- this dude. He doesn't know. You I were probably just, said that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like, he exactly. don't know me. Like, <laughs> obviously, if he's picking this guy to drive his car and not me, like, I'm getting the job done way more than he is. Yeah, right. What's he know running this <laughs> multi-million dollar organization, <laughs> right? So, but me and Ty now are but we, we were buddies then, right? Because he yeah. was trying to do me a friendly solid. Exactly. It's yeah. like, bro, you can do something here. Mm-hmm. But the only person, like, your biggest enemy right now is you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, right. I'm a fucking wheel man, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> you know right, right. I mean? <laughs> well, I'm super sure the joy. Like, oh, I mean, I yeah. had, you know, I'm surprised I didn't get, like, you know, LeBron's chosen one on his back? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was this you? Cho- yeah. Like, that, I was a uh, tattoo parlor after a couple cocktails deep one night yeah. away from getting, like, super shoe on my chest. Dude, you know? that would have been awesome. <laughs> and it, it, and yeah. it took, right. like... <laughs> You know, I don't want to show you what's on my ass for a tattoo, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like, uh, it took it took really like it all going away from shortly thereafter. You know, Petty hand, Penny's like uh, mm. pe- Petty RP yeah. is sitting in the room, hands me a contract. It's like here's a five year plan. In year four and five, you're driving a cup car for us, making a million five. Yeah, yeah. And you're, we're going to pay you seventy five grand a year for the next two. Yeah. To develop you, and then if you run Xfinity races, like it's X amount more. Right, right. I'm like, yeah, yeah give me go. that backpack and collared shirt. I'm a development driver now. That's right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I'm going to tweet about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get to put this in my Twitter bio. Like, yeah, I'm right. big time. Yeah. yeah. I am the next, like, the prince to the king. Here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Little did I know, right? Yeah. So, like, Michael and Nett's driving there over at the time. Yeah. My, the whole plan was, so we ran some ARCA races for them. They bought the motors. They mm-hmm. gave us a pit crew. We won a bunch of races. Like, is on the up and up. I ran a couple. They stick me in the last race of the year, whatever year that was, 14 maybe, in a petty car. Mike Shiplett, who now crew chiefs for Cole Custer on Sundays, was crew chief. Like, this was – I didn't realize how good of an opportunity it was. Uh, at the time, it was pretty damn good. Number nine car, I got the little die cast at home. And I'm, I qualified like 15th. I, I didn't know nothing from nothing, right? I ended up wrecking with Kevin Swindell. I crowded, I crowded him out four, did like the – right front to the left rear inside fence pew, pew, pew. you know and it was like not my fault right it was his fault it was like <laughs> air's fault yeah. you know everybody else's fault but mine and everybody's still working towards putting me in that 43 car the following year well dakota armstrong comes in dumps money money there they're like okay well Corey has got nothing we'll just pay him 75 grand to sit on the couch and we'll take his five million bucks and everybody's happy yeah right right that happened two years in a row they tried to stick me in a biagi car Again, I drove way over my head, mm-hmm. and it was like humble pie. Like, you know, like the eight-layer chocolate cake? Yeah, That's right, That's the right, humble right, pie yeah, size yeah, as much I was you can eating. handle. Yeah, right, and right. it's like there was – and I I look back on it like it sucked <laughs> real bad, and I need – and so it got – I lost all of it. Like, it, it got to the point where there was no money coming in. They had it out on their option. They're like, sorry, man, like, you're, we're not coming back. We're, like, you're not, we're not going to pick your option up. Okay. So no no driving opportunities. I'm flying out to Bakersfield, California, twice twice a month to crew chief uh, Canaan Westcar for David Mayhew. To crew just chief. To, oh wow. To pay bills. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's just. And they're serving I learned, crow on the plane. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. love yeah, yeah. it. First, yeah. like Man. economy class, 
the then, little biscottis. Yeah, it's going to make that drive up to cookies. Bakersfield, which everybody loves. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I learned a ton. Actually, and I'll, I'll weave another Jimmy Johnson story into this. I know y'all don't love stories. Well, let's say who? Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy he, Johansson. He's, a, he's the guy that runs about 14th every IndyCar race. Spell that. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, the IndyCar driver. Oh, I didn't realize you meant the IndyCar driver. Coach of the Cowboys. So, like, we had – a great year uh, out there. We had a lot of fun. I brought my like I'd bring one or two buddies out there with me to like crew it. Like, mm-hmm. and you're just doing this to put food on the table. Yeah, I'd, you know, I'd yeah. make a couple, you know, fifteen hundred bucks, eighteen hundred bucks on yeah. the trip and come back. You know, I bought a townhouse at the time. Like my, my girlfriend was living with me, who is now my wife. Um, so like I wasn't making any money. I was I didn't want to weld seats, right. so I wanted to do something to sport, whether right. that be spot crew chief something. And that opportunity came available with with Roundy, who owns MMI, was a, a partner with with Harvick at one point in time. Mm-hmm. We win. There's a we win this race, Evergreen. Yeah. Out in Washington, super cool track. And um, Washington State. Yep. Jesus. Yep. Oh, dude, we we're all over the place. Oh, was Evergreen because the Evergreen Aviation guy? I don't know. That's where the Spruce Goose is. Yeah, maybe that giant plane. They, I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're like, don't care. <laughs> don't care. It's irrelevant to the story. Yeah. <laughs> so we striped the field. Th- yeah. This particular track. David Mayhew is an A one driver. Garrett yeah. Road Course racer yeah. as well. Uh, won Sonoma with him uh, there. We won like three races this year in this particular year. Yeah. So, randomly, Jimmy texts me one day. Says, hey man, like, are you crew chief in a West car? How well do you know him at this point? Pretty well. You okay. know, like he was helping me year, like a couple years prior mm-hmm. with the Arca stuff. I'd okay. like lean on him like, hey, man, like how yeah. do you get through over the bumps in right. Kentucky? Like he'd text my dad, hey, man, like tell your kid to open one nice. up, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. You know, like he knows who I am. Right. Why was he doing that for you? Because I think dad was kind of his mentor in the Bush series back okay. in like mm-hmm. late 90s, mm-hmm. right? Like early 2000s. Yeah. Like, that was kind of peak my dad's career. Yeah. Jimmy was a new guy. Yep. Uh, Chevy guy coming in from the Baja side. Dad was a Chevy guy, so there's a lot of similarities. Right, there. right, okay. So I don't know if it was like a, you know, yeah, paint it back. Yeah, yeah. May- maybe so. Yeah. So he's like, man, random. St- he calls, calls me up. He's like, hey, man, I, I, I couldn't sleep one night. Turn on Speed Channel. But this is when it was still going, and they, you know, broadcasted the the K and N races like tape delay. And it was yeah. like two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the bus, and like I'm watching this K and N race, and next thing I know, like. They're interviewing the crew chief for the guy that's leading by half a track, and it's you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you want – like, are, is this, like, what you want to do? I'm like, well, not really. I just don't have anything to drive. Right, right. And, like, I'm hooked up with David Mayhew, Roundy, like some good guys having some fun, but I'm really just doing it to pay bills. He goes, well, like, would you be willing to, like, get in the, get in the Hendrick system? Like, <laughs> I'll, like, I'll get you linked up to, like, Chad, and, yeah. like, we'll figure out and, like, maybe be a car chief yeah. over there. yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to tell Jimmy no for anything. But. And it's like, no, no. Like, I, like I was to the point now. Now you're thinking driving might be on the back burner. Yeah. Okay. I, I had a super okay. late model I was pilling with. But yeah. there was no doors open yeah. on the driving yeah. side at all. So, Jimmy texts me Chad's numbers. Hey, man, call him. So, I call Jimmy. We play phone tag for a couple of days. And we get to the point. Like, he calls me. He's like, you know, Jimmy's speaking pretty highly of you. And, you know. Just wanted to talk to you, see if there's any prop, yeah. like, opportunities. If you wanted to come over here, we'll get you fixed up, possibly go be a car chief at Junior Motorsports in the Xfinity side, get you some experience there, then bring you to the big house. And just uh, just for background's sake, I don't think a lot of sports car people, if they don't follow NASCAR, it's really common 
for like some super talented drivers into being crew chiefs. For sure. Like Matt McCall and those guys. Ronnie are Childers is like, a good yeah, limo driver. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Matt this McCall. Yeah, exactly. Crew chief for Kurt Busch. So yeah. this is an unheard of. Some yeah, 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 title yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. But also, I assume one of the struggles is once you do that, there's no it's looking over. back. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I was going to get to, yeah. right? Okay. So like, especially when you're dealing with the big house, right? Right. When I talk to Chad... You know, Chad's like, you know, we'll get you in here, um, send you over to, to juniors, but you're a Hendrick employee. And he's like, but you, like, that's it. Like, you are in this, like, you're on this side of the wall now. And I was like, all right, man, let me think about it. And he's like, what? What? No, like, let me think about it. <laughs> you know, I prayed about it a little bit and spent, a, you know, about a week or so. And I was like, I, man, I appreciate the offer, and I might take you up here later, but I, like, there is a slight glimmer, not externally, but internally here. I think that I still have some wayward shot of making it as a race car driver. I don't know why, you know. I just love doing it. It's what my passion is. So he was, like, a little bit befounded because I don't think he gets many people <laughs> telling him no. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. like, if Chad Knauss calls you and offers you a job, yeah. no questions yeah, asked. You like, yes. Usually you say yes. Right. Yeah, right. And I told Chad Knauss no. Um, so... Fast forward like a month later, I rubbed shoulders with a guy who I met through Petty's. He owned a college and company out in California. The company was U Theory. Okay. And run into him at Phoenix. And like, hey, man, we we miss seeing you. We keep up with you on social media. Your brand aligns with our brand. Like, come over here to our hospitality setup tomorrow and see the wife, and we'd love to catch up. So I crew chief the race. We ended up breaking a brake line, hauling ass. I'm like, you know, kind of like down. and I'm Still with Mayhew? Stay with Mayhew, yeah, last yeah, race of the yeah, year. Yeah. yeah, and I go out to their hospitality setup and talk to him, his wife, Patty, for a little while. And they're like, we want to help you get – like, what's it going to take to get you back behind the wheel? And I'm like, some partner help. And he goes, well, here's half a million bucks. Here's 500 grand, and we're behind you. Take it to where you can get some experience and, you know, let us know. So I brought that to an Xfinity car, the JGL car. Um, he put a, some bucks of hit – of James Whitener put some bucks in of his own, so it made it, you know, stretch out much further than it should have. Parlayed that into the Ron Devine connection, and then that starts rolling in. So, like, it, it was a wild string of events that has been my – it wasn't like a steady trajectory, like, oh, you run Arca for a year. Oh, you run trucks for a year. Right. You run Xfinity right. for two years, right. and then you go to a Cup Series ride. Right. Like, yay, good job. This is the more journeyman, like, this is yeah. what you got. Go yeah, figure dude. it out. I would yeah, say yeah. most NASCAR – guys that are like the top guys that came from funding or money they have a very set trajectory like you first you do bandoleros and you do late model legends late models you know and then k&n whatever but sports car racing doesn't have that at all it's all over the place and indycar kind of does but it's really convoluted and now you're having to race against all those guys that did do that so the way you did it, it's pretty unique even though your last name's lajoy for sure yeah you know like people think that i had the best stuff growing up but my dad also knew that if i had the best stuff when I was 12 or 15 or 18 working for the best people. Like, it didn't develop the grit that it was going to take because he knew that he couldn't afford to get me to the next level. Yep. And I was the only one, whether that be work ethic or relationships or, like, the, the intangible stuff that I had to learn when I was 13 right. doing it myself was going the only way I can get. Well, and I didn't know it at the time. I just thought that he was a cheap-ass dad. Like, yeah. What do you mean you can't buy me a stacker trailer with a late model, brand-new well, late model? Well, and in fairness, the other approach at that similar level, we've seen some other drivers stay there because they haven't been able to elevate with that same logic. So, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, it's hard to 
it's hard to teach that grit, man. And, you know, my dad did it right, quote unquote. Everybody's right's different, though. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have but to it's play. also relevant relative to what you have. Thousand percent. Like yeah. I tell all the young kids now, if they're wanting to, you know, when somebody asks me, you know, how do we, how do I get into NASCAR? Well, <laughs> you first have to evaluate get the deck banking. of cards or the 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 cards that you're dealt, because mm-hmm. everybody's holding a different hand of cards. Right. You know, some some guys might be able to just do the standard trajectory: boom, boom, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right, right. And some guys have to get a little crafty. Put a little ego aside, you know, and, and figure out ways to get to get uh, that experience. So, you know, I, I've figured, I've I've seen it all, every particular scenario, and you can make every single one work. Mine just happened to be a little bit different than all the other ones. Did you walk by Chad Canales in the fire suit? Oh, me and Chad talk all the time now. Now you do. We, right. I mean, we run. But during that year. Um. Yes and no. I think he respected it, you know? Sure. Like, okay. I think that he would have – because I wouldn't have been happy doing that. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, man, I, I still – if I'd have done it, I still would have had that, like, hey, f- I think I could have done it. Yeah, you know and, I mean? certainly. And uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say a crew chief is a pretty committed job. All in, uh, it's just a, just a guess. And uh, <laughs> so if you're not committed to being excellent at that, mm-hmm. you're not going to be good. Yeah, you have to be – as much as a championship driver or basketball player, anybody that's at the, the peak level of their particular occupation, like it's a little bit selfish, you know, and you have to love what you're doing. You have to go to bed early, wake up late, and work long hours. And I, did, what, I didn't have the passion to do that on the other side of the wall with the headset on. You know, I, I have that passion to be a, a good race car driver, but I knew that I could have done it, but I would have been, you know, a little bit, uh, spiteful because of it. So, pretty wild how it all worked out. Yeah. You went to high school with Bubba Wallace? Yeah. When you're seeing him get to do all this, you know, racing with some some top programs, and I'm guessing there's other kids that you went to high school with. Did Brandon McReynolds go to your school? Uh, the neighboring school, okay, yeah. yeah. Like me, I was the best man in Brandon's wedding. Like yeah. Me and yeah. Brandon are tight. Yeah. So, and was the jealousy there to go on that chip as well? Like you're seeing uh, friends little, of yours that you know, like, because you're a second-gen guy. Yeah, third, you know actually. I mean? My grandfather raced. Okay. So watching kids that are on their first try at it, getting to do some of the stuff they're doing, or as a driver, Brandon McReynolds, you know what I mean, because his dad was obviously a crew mm-hmm. chief. Is there, is there jealousy there with your buddies? Not – I mean, definitely not now, obviously. Right, right, right. You know, but, like, I think that's a natural thing that you have to work through and process mm-hmm. when you're a kid because you don't understand how the world works. Yeah. And not saying I do now. I'm 30, <laughs> but I understand it a hell of a lot more now than I did when I was 13. Right, right. And, you know, I think that, you know, comparison is the worst thing that you can do as, as anybody, let alone being a race car driver. And it's like the most concentrated thing, like a microcosm of you have the people with a sh- load of money. Yeah. And you have the people with doing it on a shoestring budget and everywhere in between, you know, all in one place. And you can get caught up in comparing yourself to the guys with the planes yeah. and the yeah. trains and the automobiles and lose lose perspective pretty quick. So I guess with that being said, you know, I've always been super supportive of my buddies, uh, even since I was a little kid. You know, like, it didn't pan out for Brandon, but now he spots for Ross Chastain, sees his value on the roof. He's really good at it, spotted for me a couple times in some cup races. Uh, you know, and the difference between somebody making it and not is really just the difference in a break or an opportunity. You know, Brandon could have got that break with that partner equally the same as I could have, 
but it just fell my direction, not his. And it, it you know, I could have been on the roof just as equally as he could have been in my spot. So when I see Bubba, you know, he had people discredit a lot of the stuff that Bubba does, um, but he has done considerably more than a lot of guys that have made it yeah. as far. Yeah. As you know, he he won several, beat Kyle head to head in his truck several times. Um, ran really good in that Roush Xfinity car. Didn't win, but ran good enough. Um, you know, and I wouldn't want to deal with the pressure that he has to every weekend with his situation. I, I just wouldn't want to. And, you know, he's a pretty emotional guy, wears his feelings on his sleeve. Uh, and, and sometimes I think that's good. Sometimes probably it's it's makes it life tougher for him. But I, I've always been in, in Bubba's corner because, you know, I, I know – Bubba sitting here having a beer talking yeah. more yeah, right, so than right, right. What, and it's what, and it's real as yeah. anything. So yeah, yeah. You know, and he's he's a normal guy with doing un you know like un like un, unreal things. Um and with the amount of eyeballs on him being the only African American sport, like there are so many things that people put this unneeded pressure on him and he feels it. Yeah. And he really does. It's hard enough, right? Yeah. Right. So yeah. you know, and then you tack on oh and it, the greatest basketball tie player of all time yeah. probably the most recognizable figure in the entire world and with a is reputation for not tolerating not winning yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so. well let's tack that on too like, yeah, yeah, right well pretty pretty tough so i'm glad to see him you know get that w there at talladega and um you know nascar always has a, a way they they get lucky a lot of the times but you know they always get storylines like nascar yeah. always delivers they also foster them. And what they I mean by that is, is I just say this very selfishly from our world, those stories exist in other forms of racing. NASCAR is exceptional at saying, like, this is it. Let's go with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A thousand percent. Like yeah, embracing yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Rather than trying to be like, but this was the thing we wanted to do. Yeah, right. And it's five. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I wrote a press release. Yeah, already. like, but yeah. it's happy. RPF Tanks. Anyway, um, so 18 years old, you're looking at Ty Norris like this old man doesn't know what the He's talking about you are you are top dog yeah um not much later you are driving to bakersfield california to not drive for 1500 bucks <laughs> i would fly i would yeah. fly to bakersfield point being you're going to beautiful cities like bakersfield and meridian oh uh, yeah for yeah. 1500 bucks to not drive mm-hmm. uh to pay your mortgage and um that's a pretty big fall and it's not like you went from humility to a low point you went from a very high to a low point that the 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 human species doesn't usually take to that well and usually look for an escape like where where was your head at at this point so optimistic but almost like empty optimism yeah of like i'm doing this to stay at the racetrack to garner connections sure potentially parlay it back into driving. You're not punching holes in walls. You're not drinking heavily. No, no, no. Like, I've always been able to keep something, like, realistic, you know? Like, and I... I, Can you say you had a cocaine addiction so we have a better podcast? (laughs) No. um, I I do think, I mean, I I was relying pretty pretty heavily on my faith back then. I feel like... And still do, you know, that, and I feel like that keeps the highs regulated, but also the lows regulated. Like, it keeps keeps the way of trouble. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I was raised... Like, you know, in the Catholic Church, we don't go to the Catholic Church anymore, but there's more like a, like a non-denominational. Anyways, I've known faith since I was a little kid. So that was kind of like the the bedrock of, like, I probably would have been a drunk or addicted to any sort of thing because, like, that was the that was the scene laid out for any 
uh, what was that uh, Dewey? Was it Dewey Jones or what was Dewey that? Cox. Dewey Cox. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was a Dewey yeah. Cox story potentially. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, but for some reason, I kept like hanging on. Maybe because I was hanging on to the potential or the the little right. glimpse of possibly being able to drive yeah. a race car. And, and you feel like the faith helped keep that. Yeah. This is gonna. There's a plan. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, and also like always being like sub- submissive to like as much as I want to control it. Like if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, and there's only so much I can do about it. Right. I'll control the things I can control, but when I was really at the low point was when I got back in with that year at BK. You know, I thought that you know I'm a cup driver now. Like I'm making a little bit of money, not much. Like you know, red carpet. Now the plane's coming. Now that you know, I'm a rock star. You know, oh, like this kind of blows. You know, like <laughs> I'm making no money. Mm-hmm. So I got, I stopped getting paid in like April. Yeah, like <laughs> it was just, it was just this. You stopped getting paid in April. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, like the yeah. Che- the checks mm-hmm. were showing up. Mm-hmm. We still have four was, races to go in October. Just yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, was, right. I mean, here, here's how I went. I, I was getting paid. They would mail me a five grand check every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet, like five grand a week. That's Holy sh- it's a Killing lot of money. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, about March, April, end of April, they were coming and they were bouncing. Yeah. About uh, three weeks of that, people's payroll checks start bouncing. Yeah, yeah. Then the checks stop coming. Right. So I had the choice there to either take my ball and go home and somebody else drive it for free, yeah. or I'll just be like, hey, stay out here. I made 100 grand or so in the last three months. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not living over my skis. Like, right. I will. Sh- bite my tongue i will drive this car because i'm getting experience yeah right yeah there's some value to it for sure yeah. and like brett moffitt came back to weave him in the story he yeah. was a part, uh, teammate for like three weeks mm-hmm. he got paid once the other two he's like oh i'm not getting paid to do this peace well the team starts like all the negative media starts coming out yeah. schluter systems was a team sponsor mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. they're like dude this is a sinking ship where are you going next year we'll right. just pin our yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just like You're be, guy. be mm-hmm. your guy mm-hmm. and that deal started at a hundred grand mm-hmm. four years ago, and they keep building their investment every year. And right. now they're like my anchor partner. Right, right, right. So like, yeah. if because I wouldn't have stuck the time in, yeah, yeah, and like I ate crow, I was good to their people when they showed up the mm-hmm. racetrack, mm-hmm. and I was making no money. Right, yeah. and um, it's yours, not attached to a team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now both of them built bars, a protein bar tied to me, yeah. as well as Schluter. So if I didn't stick it out that year mm-hmm. at BK, getting paid or not, I wouldn't have got the partner that has parlayed me into multiple. Yeah, right. Opportunities yeah, out yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. No, I heard you only have it because uh, you're some kid's son. Yeah, that's, I mean, well, I heard yeah. you stole those sponsors from yeah. that team. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there was probably seven guys through the door, revolving door that yeah. year at BK, and they all had the same opportunities to hit it off with those guys. Sure. Yeah. Matt DeBendetto mm-hmm. was with the guy with the, those guys before, the yeah. year before. Uh, Greg Galding, Ryan Sieg. Brett Moffitt, filling up Joey Gase. Like, mm-hmm. There was like mm-hmm. seven guys through the yeah, yeah, robbing right. door that had the relationship with Schluter. Yeah. But for some reason, I, like, I just was more personable, spent right. more time with them, whatever the out. case may yeah, be, yeah. and it, it worked out. Yeah. Right. I mean, it ties right into a theme that we hit at all the time. So sports car racing in particular, where wealthy gentlemen are such a big factor in how we how we all do things. Who your teammate's going to be most likely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big thing with a, with a gentleman driver is, is he going to want to go to dinner, dinner with you? Is his wife going to be okay hanging out with you? That kind of thing. And uh, so the be likable theme is it translates to everywhere. Yeah. It sounds like in your case, this was a pretty instrumental part of you getting a call from Jimmy Johnson or sponsor sticking with you. Yeah. So I think that goes back to when I was a little kid. You know, everybody asks, you know, what's your, how much is your dad? How much was he influential to your career? Yeah. Obviously, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. at all. I probably wouldn't even started. 
But if it wasn't for him, he knew that he was going to be there all the time. Like, I see him every day. Yeah. So he didn't want me asking him questions. Granted, he could have told me one thing. I'd be like, yeah, right, Pop, what the f- do you know? Yeah. <laughs> you can tell me the same thing. I'd be like, yeah. oh, that's a great thing. You yeah, know, right, that's just yeah, a dad yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But when I started running at the same tracks and the same weekends in Canon Series or Arca Series when I was 16, 17 for R- Richmond, he'd be like, we're eighth on the sheet after practice. Go over and ask Kevin Harvick how he gets around here because he's hauling ass. Yeah, right. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, go walk over and talk to Kevin Harvick? <laughs> yeah, like, go talk to Kevin yeah, Harvick. Yeah. Go talk to Jimmy Johnson. Like, talk to these guys. Mm-hmm. So I would just put humility aside in some ways and, like, go talk to them. Yeah, that's intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and but that relation, getting comfortable talking to anybody. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, and, and actually seeing those guys be receptive, like, oh, like, Harvick will pull up an in-car camera and show me what line to run at Mar- yeah, really? Richmond. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're that yeah, helpful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. He, he, like, Richmond, it, he, like, legitimately whipped his phone out. Like, all right, this is my in-car camera. Yeah. Like, I'm breaking at this light cone. Mm-hmm. I'm dragging the brake until right here, and I'm rolling out. Yeah, like, yeah. He walked me through it oh, sh- multiple cool. times. And yeah. there was, you know, he, he helped me out. Built, uh, he built a car for me up at KHI when that was still going. We were going to – we had a truck deal that we were putting together at yeah. the same time where they, they locked it up or shut it down. So that could have been a whole other trajectory of my career. But, mm-hmm. like – Harvick's been woven in there a little bit. Yeah. But I, I guess my point being would be I would talk to everybody else, whether that be media members, um, guys in the industry. Like, I'll walk right up to the NASCAR hauler and bullshit with Mike Helton and, sure. you know, like O'Donnell and, and just to get, a uh, like, a pulse on the sport just yeah. so I can understand it better because yeah. I talk about it on, on podcast. Yeah. And that came from years of just getting more comfortable, yeah. I guess, in my own skin of what I'm doing as well as being open to – you know, just hearing what anybody else's perspective are. So, you know, and dad always is is there, but I could have leaned on him more heavy and him not been like, tell me to go spread yeah. my wings a little bit and fly. You do that to me. Yeah. I wrote America. Yeah. You just walked right up to me I mean, because we don't know each other that well. And you came over and you basically said, you're about to race against most, the biggest bunch of who've got three cars ready to go, yeah. and I know you don't. This is one long bleep. <laughs> and it was just amazing because you were like, dude, just go out there, enjoy the moment, figure out what you can. You were like, if you have any questions, ask me or whatever. But you were like, these guys aren't going to give you an inch. They don't give a shit that you're here. No. And and it's just how it is. And and I'm like, dude, thank, like I, I kind of assumed that, but you didn't have to tell me that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could have said, hey, have a good day, and that would have been it. Well, I think that what my perception of cup racing was before I got in it, and now that I, you know, I think this is my fourth year, third full-time year currently. Actually, fifth, I, I did two part-time years, and then now this is my third full-time year. Like, what my perception of NASCAR racing was going in is not what the reality is. Like, there are, to your point, everybody has an ego, some way much larger than others, but everybody to your point. <laughs> gets there. You don't get to the top level of any sport if you're not a selfish person. Yeah, right. You know? yeah, and it comes yeah. out when you put the helmet on, for sure. It yeah. should. Yeah. So, you know, people and and the cup cars can take a beating more mm-hmm. than any other race car. I think yeah. that's also yeah. a, a culprit to why you have tires flat, doors slamming. Yeah, like, right. Because yeah. you can smash into people. Yeah. The way you can right now. Maybe not so much with the next gen car, but yeah. Um, but like, people will just smash, and they also look at a newcomer with rookie stripes on. Yeah. As like. What's this guy doing up here? Yeah. Like, he doesn't race 20th. Yeah. Let's ship his ass back to where he belongs in 30 <laughs> seconds. Right, right, You know, right, like, yeah. if no yeah. – you, you, Like, uh, uh, Joey Han running the Roval. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. 
running a Rick Rickware card. He's running. We actually got we both wrecked simultaneously in the same corner when Chase made it like four four yeah, wide. Yeah, I knocked the fence down, and then as I was hitting the wall, he was getting spun out behind me simultaneously, backed in the fence. Yeah, because he was like. 21st yeah right nobody's used to seeing the 52 car running yeah, 21st yeah, you gotta go like yeah i think ryan priest was the one that shipped him <laughs> and even he who runs 25th every week it's like get, get this guy out of here <laughs> You're right that's right. how it works yeah. like yeah you have no equity up here yeah. i do this every week and if the 52 car beats me yeah. i get my ass streamed on monday yeah right. so yeah. see ya bro yeah especially oh i don't race you next week yeah peace yeah <laughs> that's how it is <laughs> it is uh it's ruthless and yeah. it, it's a f- butt chop i f- can love it man. yeah i don't do that to new guys that come race in my series you yeah. know what i mean maybe i don't well, know, you know to why? or whatever but well i think you and i both have don't have much of an ego yeah so like i am i am confident <laughs> i am confident enough in my abilities with my car to know that you could put lewis hamilton right. in your car yeah yeah. and it's not gonna out it's not gonna yeah. outrun me and my car right right like, just like i am not gonna outrun chase and his car right exactly it's just right. where the fuck it runs mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i know that if i prepare you and you do the best job you can you might get to my bumper right at 26 sure you know so there's no threat there yeah, yeah yeah now if you were jumping into my teammate's car i'm probably like hey man like these things don't stop where the f- maybe stop that 600 <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. i'm gonna yeah. stop at the 300 yeah, right, you know yeah. let you figure for it sure, out for sure there's yeah, a little yeah. game like that yeah, absolutely but yeah you don't have two speeds this is it yeah yeah you're this guy all the time right pretty much dude yeah like I, that's probably why you get the guys like a, what's the company called schutler schluter systems schluter 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 systems mm-hmm. that guy probably likes you because you're this this guy yeah, you don't walk Same in thing and you're like, "Hi, hey, good to see you, sir. Thanks, no. I got my shirt tucked in." No, you're just the guy that you are for and sure. Like when we go shooting with the shooting range with those Schluter guys every week, but not every week, but like when they're a primary, we go yeah. and they bring ten people and we're shooting nine millimeters yeah. and AR-15s and like, and I can do that or I can go to a nice steak joint and right. do my hair look 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 like yours. Oh man, I look pretty. Look, look, if I could grow that mane, <laughs> I would grow that mane. It is dialed in Dude, right it now. It is fantastic. And so, you know, the same yeah. thing to the the built bar relationship perpetuated out of. You know, pretty much a, a cold email. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll try this NASCAR thing out. Yeah. One race. Okay, like, we kind of like it. Yeah. Let's get in. Now, Built Bar is the, uh, the official protein bar NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So they saw the value in the sport. Yeah. They see the value in what I'm doing for yeah. them because I do all the dumb, quirky commercials for them yeah, and do yeah, all this yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. I don't – like, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. Yeah. So um, there's not very many guys that will, you know, Absolutely. say the dumb stuff yep. and, and look like an idiot yeah. to – promote a brand i don't mind that we do shit like that all the time yeah, that's yeah. our whole and, thing and i think that fans actually appreciate that yeah. you know what i mean like i bet i imagine your show is successful because you're just you yeah you know what i mean yeah and i think that's worked with us too because we are the same exact people when people come up to us at sports car races you know we'll talk to them the way we're talking to you right now and i think that goes somewhere yeah and you can't hide um you we're know, the, event, we're the Corey LeJoys. we are the Corey LeJoys of motorsports yeah. yeah. sports cars no car racing <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, there you go. I'll go with this dumb joke. Yeah. yeah so yeah. <laughs> I lost what I was going to say. Oh, um, I think that you can't hide, like, arrogance if you have, a like, this much of a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Presence? I no. like that you point to me. You with the words. Yeah, yeah you with the words. Yeah. You're not helping out. I'm not. <laughs> Case I'm, study maybe? Like, the amount of – like you've you've done oh, four seasons of these shows. So many things that we've oh, done yeah, that yeah, you wouldn't yeah. be able to hide. Yeah, like people yeah. would know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah, know we, who we you got are. a portfolio like, know, of options. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. could see, you can get understanding of pretty much how I view the world yeah. through how I interact with people yeah. on 
the iCloud. Right. All you have to do is look it up on podcasts. Yeah, right. You know, like, right. I can't hide. You, you guys couldn't hide if you were nope. a particular way yeah. acting like something else. Yeah, yeah, like, right. it no, because it comes out every week. But the other thing is, therefore, when fans do engage, I'm assuming this is the case with you, um, especially because the your show is, is very much based on stuff going on that week or viewpoints mm-hmm. of yours. Ours is a lot more sort of focused on the person that we're with. Yep. Yeah. Um, but our personalities still come out. Yeah. But my point is, somebody's in the car, they're riding with you talking. Mm-hmm. So now they have yeah. a relationship with you, and it may be one-sided, but it is a relationship. So when they see percent. you, yeah. you better be the guy they, they yeah, got exactly. to know because you're already yeah. friends. Yeah. And so, I, that's yeah. a great point because people have – I hear all these – I'm not going to say horror stories, but I hear all these stories all the time of people have a bad opinion of X driver. Yeah. Let's just say Kyle Busch, for example. Yep. You know, I, I like Kyle. He was involved with uh, the kickball game. Like him and I see racing very similarly. Yeah. Granted, he has a load more trophies than I do. Like, <laughs> we look at racing very similarly. Yeah, yeah. And I also appreciate what he can do behind the wheel because he's one of the top six greatest talents. No question. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that being said, it's like he is his own person in the way. Like, if he's at, out of practice and he's in between the hauler and he's locked in, if they didn't make the right changes, like he's going to the hauler to figure out how to make his car better. Yeah. He might blow off an inter, uh, uh, autograph or two. Something, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately for this – Unfortunately for him, that is that person's perspective yeah, of Kyle Busch right. in that one right. snippet. Yeah, you know, granted, he likes wearing the black hat. He likes being the villain. Yeah, he for sure. embraces that role. Yeah, might be a bad. It might be a bad thing. But like, there are times when I don't want to sign an autograph after the race. I'm pissed off. Mm-hmm. We had a long day, 500 miles. Somebody's like, "Hey man, sign my koozie." I'm yeah, like, dude. I, like, no, 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 thanks. Sure. And that guy might think I'm an asshole. Yeah, right. You know, right. So that is. I, I ask fans often, not just myself, with everybody. Like everybody, ha- everybody's in moods. Everybody has bad days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like give them a little bit of grace if mm-hmm. they don't sign your T-shirt. You know, like people. Some guy got mad at me this weekend in Texas. Um, he's holding out an American flag, and I've had this thing ever since I got in the Cup Series. Like, I don't want to sign American flag. Yeah, I don't. Want, I wouldn't sign That's a flag. A weird deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I kind of get that. I get that completely. Yeah. You know, like, I don't yeah, want to yeah. sign that. It's like kind of like defacing it. Yeah, yeah exactly, right, 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 exactly right. right. Had other people done it? Yeah, yeah, there's like four or five uh, on there, and I'm not going to like – No, I, I respect, I that. I respect the, not signing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and there's also like like, like beach towels and sh- – like, like towel, you know, like the little towel, like the terrible towels. Like they yeah. ruin Sharpies. Yeah, like yeah. I got little things. Like I'm quirky <laughs> like that. Like <laughs> I don't want to ruin my Sharpie. You're sign right. on your f- flag. Yeah. yeah. Or, or your towel. Your towel. And I'll sign – I won't sign an American flag because some guy's like, well, why don't you sign an American flag? Because I'm a damn red-blooded American. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, no, that's absolutely correct. So – you know, that guy might not like Corey Joy because I wouldn't sign his American flag because yeah, right. he doesn't that, know my reasoning as to that, why. That he just thinks okay I'm an asshole. Right. Yeah, right. right. Well, yeah, Sometimes I am an asshole. Yeah, but, so. you know, <laughs> generally speaking, I feel like I'm not. Yeah. What other little quirks you got there? Uh, numbers, colors. No, I mean, seven like, seven's my favorite number, so yeah. coincidentally I get to drive that on Sunday, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Which that, yeah. is probably one of the reasons why I chose to drive for Spire because we were able to get seven. Yeah. yeah. Like I, there was an offer on the table to go back to Petty's actually last year. Uh-huh. And they went with Eric. I mean, I yeah. turned those guys down. It was going to be a lot more money, a little bit short vision because I wanted to be in part of yeah. a part of what Spire was wanting to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but as dumb as dumb as it sounds, they were going to be number seven. Yeah, I've been number seven since yeah, I was yeah. go karts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's this, there's this great project about Alan Colwicky yeah. from this show called Dinner with Racers. That's it. That's He's like, shameless don't plug. care. Yeah, don't <laughs> care. Well, we're, <laughs> we're in the Alan Quickie shop. Yeah. That's, yeah, 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 no, I remember you did the whole yeah. tribute photo and yeah, the whole thing like with the, the trees case, and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Cool. yeah. and yeah. Alan, Alan was my favorite guy. Granted, yeah. I didn't get to watch him live Yeah. because yeah. I think he passed away in 93. Yep. Two. Yep. He was 92 champion, yeah. passed April away in 93. 
So my grandfather, growing up, you know, he's like, you're going to have to be Alan Quickie. You're going to be out to Alan Quickie. You're going to have to figure out how to make changes. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah. have to, like, do it yourself and right. know it. 700 women. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I can only keep up with one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's, that's really and truly what has helped me. Like, if I didn't know what I knew about a car, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be able to make as – you know, concise changes. Yeah, right. you yeah. be able, like, yeah. There's a lot of things that just come, come. And you can also talk the language. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So yep. um, I always look to Alan as a, as a role model for yeah, sure. That's just, cool. It's cool we run the seven at the sure. same shop. Yeah. Did a, th- a Xerox throwback scheme. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff we've been able to do with, with yeah, them. Doing, yeah, doing the project that we did about him where we got to hang out with a bunch of people that had worked with them, it, it obviously drew us closer to yeah, a guy that we'll never meet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a special story. And so yeah. it was really cool you got to do all the throwback stuff you did. So we might know some similar people. I might have spoken to Mamba about you. Oh, boy. I was a boy. I was like, hey, I need a, I need a good Corey LaJoy story. What do you got for me? So the, the question is, is what's the Brandon McReynolds late model story? Oh, that's a good one, yeah. So like I, like I said, me and Brandon were buddies. I mean, it, yeah. like we were the buddies that, like, my mom would drive me over to his house. We had sleepovers. Yeah. Like his mom would drive me over. Like that right. was like, you know, you got your one or two yeah, buddies. Absolutely, though. yeah. Um. So, we race Bandoleros, we race Legends cars, we race Allison Legacies. Now we're racing late models, yeah. like big boy cars. We're 15, yeah. 15 or 16. We go to uh, Concords, the first race of the year. UARA was like the Southeast Touring Division, like the big dogs. Mm-hmm. Matt McCall, who's Kurt Busch's crew chief yeah. now, was racing there. He was like a big dog. Yeah. Like grown men were racing yes. this, and we're kids, yeah. you know? <laughs> Brandon's got a couple full-time guys working on his stuff. You know, I had a couple, like, one guy working on it. Anyways, we're running, like, fourth and fifth, getting down to my dad's spotting for me. So, single file restarts, and Concord's a pretty unique track. It's like a triangle. Yeah. Super fast. I get a bad restart, and I see in the spot mirror Brandon is, uh, is like, peeking out, headlights out there. And Dad's like, ah, oh, clear. Like, it's just assuming Brandon's going to give it to us. And he stuffs it underneath <laughs> of me, like wedges me up. Yeah. And we both end up, boom, in the fence. <laughs> and I was left side up against the fence. Brandon was right side up against the fence. We were nose to nose. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. looking at each other, <laughs> like three feet away. Clear visors because it was night race. And I was just yeah. like, we both, he, I just looked at him, I'm like, fucking piercing his soul. Yeah. And he just, hmm, like yeah. sulking down. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're trying to. The whole plan was going into it like he was gonna come home with us after the race and like sleep over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we've got yeah, yeah we've yeah. got this thing up on jack stands, jacking up, got casters. This thing is just destroyed. We're front and rear clip, only one tire touching the ground. Yeah. And we're trying to get this bitch into the trailer. <laughs> and Brandon's like coming over and asking like, I- I'm still coming over, right? I'm like, bro, <laughs> no. He goes, well, my mom just left. Like I have no I need ride. A ride. <laughs> like, I literally have yeah. like I'm, yeah. I have to go home yeah. with you. Right. Yeah. Right. So that Brandon just got done trashing us, and he is riding. <laughs> yeah. It's him, me in the back seat. Yeah. The guy who was helping us out, and my dad driving. Driving. Yeah. yeah. And luckily, it was <laughs> only about a 20 ride. minute ride. Yeah. No, no, it was not quiet. Oh. 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 My old man oh. was reaming not only his ass but my ass yes. just for being dumbasses for crashing. Good. Yep. Good. For yeah, like like I said, it was only a twenty minute ride from Concord to to the shop. Yeah, right. And he did not take a breath for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we get there, yeah. and and we're now trying to get this thing out of the truck. So we get it out midnight or whatever, yeah. right? And we go home and we do a little sleepover. Right, he's on a, on the bunk bed or whatever. And 
he wakes up in the middle of the night and like goes on this feeding frenzy. Wife <laughs> eats. I mean, Brandon was a fat kid back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he eats everything in the fridge, everything like goldfish in the pantry, gummy bears, the whole bit. Right? Yeah, There's yeah. like shit on the counters. Like my we we. Uh, he's a guest. He's a, he's <laughs> yeah, a, he's a rude kid. He's a red. Yeah. <laughs> right, so right. We get up in the morning, and my dad and my dad's like, "You trash my car, and you come to my house and eat all my f-ing food." <laughs> so yeah, so that was awesome. a that was a story. I mean, that's how. That's how tight me and Brandon. I told that story in my best man speech okay. at his wedding. Nice. Yeah, nice. so that was a, awesome. We got to love a good Brandon story. Yeah, I guess there's there's another rumor that Bubba Wallace might have a really <laughs> Uber rating if you were the Uber driver. I would give him a one-star rating. One-star rating? Now, the story is, and it's just ongoing now, it's like our if our high school was in the center, I lived two miles one side of the score, yeah. school. Bubba lived two miles on the other side of the school. So for three years, I would drive – Pass the school, pick them up. Yeah, I'd drive to school, drop them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after school, drive, drop them off, drive yeah. to my house. Yeah. So like collectively, it's four miles out of the way a day. Right, right. But you add that up over three years, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. He gives me a birthday card with twenty bucks for gas money in it one time in over the, those three, over years. three years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't cover it. So yeah. I, I, <laughs> right. for, I still now hold that over his head. Like, bro, you gave. And Bubba's like, I gave you gas money. Yeah, twenty dollars <laughs> one time, dude. For one time, yeah. granted, it, yeah. money or, or gas ain't nineteen dollars a gallon like it yeah. is right now. But still, <laughs> twenty bucks ain't yeah. buying nothing. Right, right. So right. Uh, that's just a funny joke that, yeah. that me and Bubba have for, for yeah. a while, but. Yeah, those are a lot of memories that I'll definitely keep for yeah. a while. And it's like growing up, you don't know what you don't know, and it's pretty cool that somebody you grew up racing with, you're literally racing Yeah, what's your dream. So I love that about Sunday. this sport, especially with, like, second-gen people. You are watching your friend Bubba, who was, like, the kid with gas money yeah. when it came to that stuff, just winning a cup race yeah. and being the second African-American to ever do it. Like, yeah. that's global headline news. Oh, yeah. And that's your buddy from down the street. Yeah. And you guys are going to be around each other for the rest of your careers. For isn't sure. That, isn't that unique? It is It is unique yeah. because, I mean, there was a time, actually, our, our uh, a little bit of digress story. It's like when I was in high school, I was playing baseball simultaneously. Uh, I played till I was a junior in high school. I was pretty good at it because the lefty could throw pretty hard. But Corey Seager played shortstop for the L.A. Dodgers, was the MVP of the World Series two years yeah. ago, was there as well. Oh, okay. And I realized real quick that I did not have what he had. <laughs> he right. had all five tools. I might have had one compared to his. Right, right. So that actually was like, oh, okay, my trajectory in baseball isn't very it's long. It's got yeah. an expiration. Yeah. 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 So that actually, like, I'm glad because I might have went to college and played. Yeah. Like, I could have went D1, maybe went to double A mm-hmm. and, like, flamed out. Yeah. That's how good I was kind of. And all college would do is a racing driver is make you older. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It kills four years. Yeah, yeah right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And then you do the baseball grind for two more, three more years, mm-hmm. and then you're then both windows have closed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if I didn't really have him to gauge myself off of, those, I might have, like my trajectory would have been different too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, everything happens for a reason. I'm, you know, pretty pretty certain of that. So yeah, to to be able to have Bubba to grow up with as my racing rival, and yeah. then also yeah. have a, a barometer to measure yourself up with on something you wanted to yeah. also do was pretty pretty unique to have yeah there's like a rain delay a couple years ago now i think you guys are like throwing footballs with the yeah. crowd and, and at the time i didn't realize your history with each other you know i assume you know each other but you literally went to high school with them mm. and now the two of you are hucking footballs into the crowd at talladega uh, michigan sorry michigan yeah and it's like dude that like that's a 
you're literally throwing it into a stadium of people. Yeah, you know it's what pretty I mean? dang cool. That, that are there to see. It. Yeah. yeah, so so awesome. Yes, yeah, so we've but done that a couple knowing, more times. We've yeah. done that at New Hampshire and right. some other stuff. Yeah. So yeah, fans seem to love it, especially if it's like if they're drying the track, it's missing a little bit, and you got a lot of damn time with people there. We yeah. just start hucking up football over yeah. the fence. Yeah, and people love it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I got I don't know how much time we got. Yeah, but I got okay. to yeah. go. What, what kind of time? You got to go right now? Uh, like five minutes. Anybody that you look at and you think that guy better never show his face in NASCAR? Dane Cameron. Oh, Dane okay. Cameron, really? Interesting. Huh. Suck it, Cameron. Okay, we do a pass along question. The pass along question for you, and we never really explained it, but uh, it kind of works out here. AJ Allmendinger wants to know how many pennies have you stacked? All of them. <laughs> all of them. Nice. So you're good. You're done now. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. But so because it. if there's another one, that's going to all the stacks. Okay. And so uh, explain. You got the pennies on the helmet. The name yeah. of the show is Stacking Pennies. Explain to our listeners who yeah, might not know. I'll try to keep that a concise story. It actually came from my first year in the Cup Series. I was about as low of self confidence as you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, because you just show up and get your dick smashed every <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. And, like, it got to the point I was like, do I even know how to, like, shift a manual transmission anymore? Like, I am an atrocious race car driver. <laughs> wow. So I started seeing a sports psychologist, and I know, like, the mental health is all the, cr- the rage now. Like, talking about it, you yep. get celebrated. Well, like, that wasn't a thing back then. <laughs> Want to talk about it? <laughs> no, we don't have time. Yeah, like, but I, I was depressed. Uh, yeah, sure. So I started seeing a sports psychologist, uh-huh. and we actually, like, figured out things to do over the course of the race weekend uh like pit road rolling speed because it doesn't matter how fast your car is you can pay attention to your rpms and lights and like maximize it yeah so it was try to be in the top 10 in light uh, uh pit road rolling speed positive restart retention uh like four or five different things that like we call pennies because they're insignificant yeah. to the guys that are winning races yeah but they make i better. could look at it on a paper or dart fish or whatever the yeah. case may be yeah. and be like okay i was 10th that's a penny yeah i had a positive position restart retention yeah that's a that's a positive yeah no pit road penalties uh you know like we made and i kept a positive attitude during practice when our wasn't fast or we'd make adjustments like these little insignificant things that you keep stacking yeah and it keeps you motivated to get better Mm -hmm. as opposed to being like oh we're just gonna run 35th what the hell am i even try for yeah right, right right so that shifted my mindset and now doing the small things that i've hammered on takes when we have a 24th place car and i could run 19th with it yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's actually sh- it's paying dividends yeah, yeah, when it hadn't been in the first place yeah because the penny is because it's insignificant and it can't buy shit right right anymore you know it's like so insignificant but if you stack all of them up right. it could actually yeah. be something yeah. um and it's you can't have a dollar if you don't stack the first one right, and then you stack right. the second one on top of it so that's where stacking pennies comes from copy there's a second question i just want a yes or no answer because it's not it's a pretty obvious question do you feel any pressure growing up to be a race car driver because you're dead no Thank because you. there was no like he would rather me not have done it ah, yeah, yeah he yeah. wanted me to be a baseball player for sure he pushed me like he bought a uh, pitching machine yeah. he built like a batting cage in the backyard yeah, like right. he was full-on baseball dad. Yeah, 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 yeah and i was like nah, it's I'm more good. affordable <laughs> let me ruin yeah. this yeah yeah, 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 yeah. let me yeah. let me yeah. just burn my hair and it's sweet tonight we have dinner with deb williams former uh, nascar media member and longtime you know member of the sport any, do you know who she is mm-hmm. okay any question you would want to ask deb williams um i've always i'm always just interested to uh hear how media members see the sport and if she feels like, uh, like if media members um, think that they don't see the entire picture, or if she does think, 
realizes she sees the entire picture. Like, mm-hmm. how much, I guess, how much of the full landscape of the sport do you see being a me- media member? Because I'm as much of a media member with my podcast mm-hmm. and some other stuff, Sirius XM Radio. Yeah. If I wasn't an active driver, like I, I hear Larry Mack, even though he's in the booth and he's probably the yeah. most engaged you can be, he still doesn't see the entire picture. Right. right. So right. I'm interested to see how what somebody's perspective as a media member. And this is coming from your perspective as a driver slash media guy. Yeah. Thinking that most may think they do, but they probably don't. So right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I okay. understand that. Yeah. Well, Continental's got the check. Hey, Jason Skeen, hope this was the episode you'd asked for. We're going to end this with I Need to Go Somewhere by The Neighbors. Still stuck in this house with a mind full of doubts. Tired of staring out the window. Eating too much, drinking too much. Tired of watching the grass grow. Channel 2, Channel 3, back to Channel 2. I watched everything in my queue. So put me on a train, I don't care where it's going. Fly me on a plane, maybe out to Wyoming. Need an RV, no plans, just you and me. I need to go somewhere. Still watching the rain, kids driving me insane. Another Groundhog Day routine. Stuck in my head, existential dread. What in the world does it mean? Month two, month four, can't take it anymore. I got to get my feet out the door. So put me on a train, I don't care where it's going. Fly me on a plane, maybe out to Wyoming. Need an RV, no plans, just you and me. I need to go somewhere. I need to go somewhere. I need to go somewhere I need to go somewhere I need to go somewhere